Kia ora, e ma. Hello, friends. Um, what a week that has been, right? Like, we finished last Sunday and all was well. And then by that evening, things had changed so much. Um, as you have adjusted this week, as you have changed and bent to the requirements of our alert levels, uh, we so hope that God's grace and peace was with you. We so hope that as you finish this week, as you come into another Sunday, uh, a different Sunday, a Sunday where we aren't gathering, but um, a moment yet of Sabbath, a moment of getting to still be with God, uh, a moment of reflection and encouragement from the Scriptures. It's our prayer that today as we finish what has been such a huge week, an exhausting week in many ways, that this would be refreshing for you. Um, I am speaking to you today from the spot I'd normally be speaking from, but unfortunately the room is empty. There's no one else around. Um, it's a weird feeling. But it is my hope that as we just talk for a few minutes in this homily from today, for today, that it would be something encouraging for you. So wherever you are, grace and peace to you. Um, grace and peace. Now, I want to share just for a few moments uh, a simple little talk today. It's called Slowing Down for the Spirit. And uh, essentially... We feel that as a community, last week we were all set up for prayer week, but the disruption of Alert Level 3 and all of that meant, meant that we couldn't engage in it properly. And as, as we've been considering this, as we've been holding this, we feel like we are not to rush on from this just yet, but that we are to double down. We are to come back to this moment and to have another run at it, to try again and to, to give it another go. And so this week, we are running prayer week again, and we are running it so that we may be people who slow down to seek the Spirit. I was watching the America's Cup the other day, and an interesting thing was happening. In a 12-knot wind, the boats were doing 35 and 40 knots, and the commentator came over the, the commentary, and he said, it's fascinating that these boats are actually going faster than the wind that they are catching. And what happened is, I think it was Parada. Parada were able to see the wind ahead of them and change the tactics of their race because they were catching the wind. They were going faster than the thing that was even fueling them. And what an amazing uh, sort of picture that is of uh, technology of aerodynamics, of their mastery and their design, that they are able to fly these boats literally in aerodynamic ways faster than the fuel that is uh, fueling their sails. But in holding that moment, I had this profound thought that raced through my mind. Is it that way when it comes to God? Are we? Are we running faster than the wind that is meant to be fueling us? Are we running faster? And all week, I've been holding this thought. And actually, during our staff devotion on Wednesday morning, we were talking about this together a little bit more in the context of silence and solitude and slowing down with God. And I just feel like as we come to this week ahead of us, a week of more prayer, a week of slowing our life down as a community, we are being invited 
to slow down for the wind. We are not meant to be outrunning it. We are not meant to be so finely tuned that we are moving faster than it. We, we are to slow down for it. It's a shame that there's so many things in our way of being in the Western world that have conditioned us for being effective and producing lots. And maybe we're living into that same story of the America's Cup. Maybe we think the good life is the life when we're trimmed well and flying faster than the wind. But oh, no, no, no. That is not the way of the Christian. We are to catch the wind and we are to work at its speed. Now, the theologian N.T. Wright, he says, it is only when we slow down our lives that we can catch up to God. We sense that there's a truth here in this statement for us as a community this week, that we are to slow down our lives to catch up to Him. We sing regularly a song called Hitoka. We were singing it on Sunday. And the bridge of that song goes, I will not go without your spirit. We will not go without your spirit. There's a declaration of intent here that we will not go faster than the way God is leading us, that we will be people of His presence. Now, this, this bridge, although we didn't write that song, that song is from Terotini, uh, but my hunch is, is that the cry of that song is very similar to a moment in the Scriptures from Exodus. And in Exodus 33, the Lord Yahweh is, is talking with Moses and they're in this conversation. And, and the Lord says to Moses, I will personally go with you and I will give you rest. Everything is going to be fine for you. And Moses says back to God this, he says, he says if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. What an amazing statement from Moses to God. He is saying, if we aren't going where your presence is taking us, we do not want to go. What an intent. Uh, in John 5.19, Jesus is telling us the secret of his ministry. And he says, my father is always at work. And so am I. My father is always at work. So am I. And then he says, I only do what I see my father doing. Jesus literally only did what he was aware of his father in heaven leading him to do. That was the thing that he was compassionate towards. That was the thing that he was motivated towards. That was the thing that he got amongst. What was the father doing? I will do it. I will do what he is doing. You know, these two stories, the story from Exodus and the story from John, these two pictures of Moses with God and Jesus with, with the Father, they both raise a certain point for us to think about today. Where is your attention? Where is your attention? Is the intention of your life lived with God like that of Moses, where it says, I'm only going to go where you are leading me, God? Is, is the intention of your discipleship that of Jesus, that I, I want to be led by the Father? I want to do what the Father is doing. These stories raise that question and ask it of us. Are we truly the people living at the attention of God? Or or have we moved on without Him? Maybe we're the opposite of that Moses statement. Maybe we have gone where His Spirit is not going. Maybe we have moved too fast. Maybe we're unlike Jesus who only does what His Father's doing. Maybe we're just doing everything we 
want to do. And so the confronting thing of these passages today is to ask this question of ourselves as a community. Are we the people looking to our God for his direction or are we just doing what we want to do? Now, prayer week, prayer week has always been for us a moment to stop and to make sure that we are doing what we intend to do, which is to seek the Spirit and to do what He is leading us in. It is a moment to be steered by the, prof- the prophetic. It is a moment to be steered by the visions and the images that come to mind. It is a moment to be steered by God's presence as we seek Him together. And we did not really get to do this properly last week. Now, we, we totally trust and know that there's been people praying all week long, and, and, and praying, praying has been the agenda. But there's a sense that as we came to the end of this week, we felt that we had not been able to do what we fully wanted to do, which is to to seek and to immerse ourselves into this journey together in our prayer room. And so we are coming back to this this week. We're doubling down. We're giving it another run up and we're trying again. We want to be people who commit ourselves to this intention. God, we want to go where your spirit's going. We will not move without it. So come and speak. Wairuotapu. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Speak to me. And as we have done this already this year, God has been faithful. Oh, He's been so faithful. I'm, I'm standing in the spot on Sunday, looking at where on Sunday we, we anointed and we prayed for so many of you. And the Holy Spirit was beautifully at work. I've heard stories back from some of you who have let me know of what that moment was for you. And you've told me about what God was doing with you in that moment on Sunday morning a week ago. I've heard stories of people being healed from that moment. Uh, we've got another story of one of our circle leaders. He told me yesterday that, um, that one of the people that he's prayed for recently has been healed. It's just God is starting to work in our midst afresh as we seek him. We have got beautiful stories of his spirit starting to be at work. Let's not stop now. Oh, let's not stop now, but let's pursue and resume in this wind that we have caught. We are the people of God. And so together, may we seek Him. May we slow down enough to make sure that we are not going faster than Him. May we be fueled by Him. You know, that picture picture of the boat is so true for us. It will be very easy for us just to trim this thing up and get going and to catch a good wind and to go faster. But actually here in this moment, we're being invited. We're being invited. We're being ushered. We're being asked. Will you check your intention? And will you be a person seeking first the kingdom, listening to Waido Tapu, listening to him speaking? And so that is the invitation of this week. Would you sign up again if you haven't already? You hopefully have seen it in our email. You've hopefully seen it uh, on social media that this is what we're doing for the week. And if you haven't signed up, would you sign up? Would you get yourself into the prayer room this week? We want to be a community who are doing this together. We've cleared the deck. We've cleared the agendas. And this is the agenda again. We're doubling down on being people who seek Him first. So, in the words of N.T. Wright, it's only when we slow down our lives that we can catch up to God. May we slow down this week and may we slow down in prayer. God bless you. Grace and peace to you. Wherever you are listening to this today, I ask that the Spirit of God, Wairu Tapu, would fill you, that He would fill every pore 
that he would get into every part and that his life and his light would fill your entire being. 